introduce your partner? What's up? <laughs> Sandcast. <laughs> Welcome back. We have Megan J. Rice, as they have her on the AVP. Welcome, Megan. As I call her Ducky. Ducky. Oh boy. Call her Ducky. What's the history of Ducky? Troy called her Ducky, and I thought it was funny. Okay, and I just so you, liked you it. took like the couple pet so nicknames. Now Savvy's yeah, taking I it just, over. I call so her anytime any I see her. Yeah, I'm like, it's Ducky. I just, Hi, Ducky. I just think it's cute. I don't know why. But, anyways, welcome. Thank you. How Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Glad we can make yeah. it work. Yeah. Yeah, I know we were trying to get it a couple weeks ago, but one, one thing that I've learned, we, in like two weeks, we'll have been doing this for six years. Wow. Is that. Everything just happens on its own time. Yeah. yeah. Like we'll be trying to get someone on for literally like a year or two and it'll happen and be like, oh, this is actually the perfect time to do it. So glad we can make it work. And especially, I'm really glad that we can make it work now after you get another great finish in Laguna. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on a second place. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's awesome. What like, what a year you've had. It's been a <laughs> crazy summer mm -hmm. to say the least. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, I'm just so curious, like. What were your expectations coming into this year? Because you never played an AVP before. No. Yeah. So I don't know. When I graduated from college, I was pretty burnt out because um, I was doing indoor and beach at the time. Yeah. So my off season was like the two weeks that were in between mm -hmm. seasons. And so um, even though everyone was like, you should play, you should play. I was like, no, I'm going to do this on my own time if I feel like after taking a summer off like i want to play again i know yeah. it'll be the right timing yeah um and i'm glad i did because then um in late fall when i was like getting the itch to play again i was like okay like i'm out of shape it's gonna be hard but it means i really want to play yeah. and um really want to do it so obviously i'm really happy i did it's been a ton of fun um i had no expectations other than like having fun and just seeing how much better I could get. Yeah. Um, cause I was still pretty new to the sport when I graduated. So yeah. When yeah. did you graduate? I graduated. Were you 2021 as well? No, when did you go to after high you. So I feel like 2016. When you go to high school doesn't even matter. Cause the COVID time. We're the same high school year, but yeah, you did six years. So yeah, 2022, yeah. I guess. So not okay. last spring, but the spring before. Yeah. 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 Okay. 2022. Yeah. And so you, you just 22, like. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was 21. Yeah. Okay. So you took, you graduated spring of 22. Right. Yeah. Okay. But you, and you started at uh, Santa Barbara, right? I did for one, one year. Okay. Yeah. And then you ended up going to finishing out at LMU. Yeah. Is that cause LMU had a beach program? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> beach was never part of the plan. Really? Wow. Never part of the plan. Um, you know, I, in high school got invited to play in like a couple tournaments like, I think I played in, like, one or two. Okay. Just had zero interest. Really? Um, so I think because I was just new to volleyball in general. Yeah. I had played basketball my whole life up until um, eighth grade when my okay. older brother started playing volleyball. And then I was like, oh, this is way better. Instantly switched. <laughs> my dad's, like, freaking out, like, oh, my gosh, like, we poured all this money into <laughs> yeah. basketball. And I'm like, no, like, trust me, this is this is the sport for me. Yeah. Um. And I think because I was just learning the indoor game, yeah. I just overlooked beach completely. So went gotcha. to college for indoor. That was my only plan. And then um, when I transferred to LMU for indoor, yeah. um, that's when John Mayer approached me like, hey, like, I'd love for you to try to play beach also. Yeah. And I was like, okay, sure. 
That's so, amazing. It's so funny too. Growing up around here, that you didn't get into beach. At yeah, a super age. ironic. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was so funny. born and raised in yeah. Hermosa, yeah. and it just and it just never caught yeah. your interest. No, not really. It's so funny because like I didn't move here till I was twenty six, yeah. and I just thought that's what everyone did growing up here. Yeah. It's like that's just what you do in Hermosa Beach. You play beach volleyball. Yeah. No, I think too like. I've told you this, but I didn't come from like a sports centric family. Mm -hmm. Like I am pretty much the stray athlete in my family. Like the whole okay. rest of my family is like musical theater and like arts and wow. I just happened to be athletic. And, and then that's... came Megan, friggin' beast. Like, are you kidding? Me? I was gonna say like <laughs> so you're an exceptional athlete. Yeah, <laughs> I call I come from tall stock. Like my dad is six four <laughs> and my mom is five nine. And I'd like to think that they were both athletic back yeah. in the day, but just never played sports. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Like, my mom put me in everything. Like, I did dance, um, all the sports you can think of, and um, basketball and volleyball were the two that, like, stuck. And I was just all in yeah. as soon as I tried That's them. That's super cool. That's awesome that your parents, like, let you try everything or encourage you to try everything. Because I think that's how you make a well-rounded athlete. And that's how yeah. you like in beach. It's just a combination of every sport. Like you have to yeah, be pretty good at every <laughs> athletic move to be good at beach. Yeah, I think to the basketball to volleyball transition, I'd say is probably one of the easier ones because it's all like hand hand eye coordination. Yeah. And you get like it's a lot of playing defenses, a lot of the lateral movement, right? And then mm -hmm. obviously jumping, layups, rebounds, blocks. It's all right. explosive vertical movement, right? It's like the perfect, I feel like that's the great transition sport is basketball. Yeah. And it's also like the big appeal for me at the time was that you don't touch your opponents. Because yeah. I was like, when I was an eighth grader, I was like 5'4 <laughs> and like barely 100 pounds and just getting like just getting decked <laughs> by the girls that like grew early. And so when I tr like tried volleyball, I figured out I could jump and I eventually grew and it all just came together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did you grow? Because five four. I mean, that you were teeny. Yeah, I was. I was like, I don't know. I want to say I was like five four or five six, like right around there. And then my sophomore year of high school is when I started to grow. Um, like between my sophomore and senior year of high school, I went from like yeah, like five four, five six to like five ten, and then I grew my last inch in college. Okay. So now I'm like. 511 and a that's, little bit. That's late to grow yeah, for a girl. Getting that yeah. extra inch in college. Yeah. Did it uh did that growth spurt hurt in high school? No. Really? No. Cuz that's a lot of inches in a short amount of time. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't have growing pains. Okay. I guess I was just lucky cuz the same thing happened to me. I was like really teeny tiny and really yeah. skinny and I grew like sophomore junior and I had the worst uh what's the one on your heel your uh, heel called plant uh Planner, planner fasciitis. Yes. Yeah. And I had the worst heel pain ever, which is weird. Nowhere else. But that was like, hmm. I have kind of big feet, so maybe that's why. That's so interesting. You didn't have any of that. Yeah, you do have small feet. You do have small feet. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> and then another inch in college. That's so bizarre. Yeah, because I grew, I graduated high school at 5'10". And by <laughs> winter break of my freshman year, I was 6'4". Holy. And that was awful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I had to take Advil to walk to class oh, yeah. all four years gosh. of college because it hurt yeah. so bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh. I looked like I was 12, too. Oh, yeah. back in the day. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the days. Oh. Yeah, I didn't shave till 22. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, sometimes oh, things so just happen funny. late. They just happen late, yeah. 
<laughs> I come back to high school, my basketball coach is like, now you grow? It's like, we could have used a six foot four guard yeah. when yeah. you were in high school. I was like, trust me, man. I wanted to grow earlier too. Yeah. <laughs> What was it like going on the beach at LMU, though? Because you'd played very sparingly. And then yeah. here you are at a D1 college on the rise. Because by that time, John had, like, the LMU program had started yeah. to pick up a little bit. Yeah. So, um, actually, so right when I got there, I played my first indoor season. Mm-hmm. And in our very last game, I've told you this story, too, I blew out my knee completely. Yeah. Just everything. ACL, MCL, meniscus, oh. all degree three tears, like... I was Damn. not even sure if I was playing volleyball again, period. Oh, shit. And then, that. so I was like, oh, sorry, John. Um, <laughs> not right now, I guess. <laughs> so I um, was out for that spring. I uh, redshirted the following indoor season. My knee wasn't ready yet um, by that spring, so I didn't play that season yeah. either. Um, or, like, maybe I made it, like, a week or two in but then I got sent to like a USA volleyball indoor tryout where it was like devil days for multiple days and my knee just did not handle it well. Yeah. Wasn't ready, didn't play that season either. The season after that, uh, we got a couple weeks in, was feeling good, COVID. Oh. <laughs> so man, I truly feel like I started playing beach my second to last year. So your senior year. One. Yeah, 2021 was like okay. the first time that I was able to play beach for literally more than like a month before. Wow. Like I had to stop training for either health or uh, global pandemic that's reasons. When you, that's, <laughs> that's when you played with Ia? That's when I played with Ia. Yeah, so I remember playing, me and Lexi played against you guys. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my fifth year. Yeah. yeah. Wow. My gosh. And so like <clears throat> where I like, I feel like every year I like, Tried to start, something would happen. Tried to start, something would happen. Mm-hmm. And so finally in 2021, the stars aligned and I was able to like actually like start to figure out yeah. the game a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so that's a snake bitten career right there. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also like sixth year went um, better than expected. And that's when I was like, oh, okay, like maybe I can compete uh, past college or yeah. like at the next level. But, and you, but you still wanted that break though yeah 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 because that's a lot like six years especially because injury rehabs are no joke no like that i mean that takes a lot out of your soul yeah and like i was fortunate enough that i had like the right resources at lmu i really took my time with my rehab i think that's that's, like really hard when you have a really massive injury it's like you just want to play again but like sometimes you just can't yeah um and so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like all of a sudden it was just kind of clicking. But I was like, if my body's fine, but my mind is not, it's still not a good time for me to play. Right. So, like, despite being, like, the best, like, I had been previously at Beach ever, it, I just didn't feel like my heart was in it because of the burnout I had experienced mm-hmm. just from, like, the last, like, two years. It was like, if I wasn't an indoor I was in beach right. and I was also doing grad school during that time and just like devoting all my free time to school. Yeah. So if it was just the sports, I think I would have been fine. But it was like the grad school was right. just like the straw that broke that the camel's back. That was just the yeah. kicker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd you study? Um, I did uh, business analytics. Okay. So it's like a business degree and a data science degree hybrid. Okay. 
Yeah. That sounds like something I would be able to take one class and sounds, I'd be like, not sounds, teach. I need some help. <laughs> Office <smart>. hour. <laughs> sounds like not a sociology major. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, tortured myself at school. Yeah. It was, yeah, worth it, even though I'm not using that degree right now, but like, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Everything its own time. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So did you, like, were you tempted at all in the summer of 2022 to play? Uh, Yeah. Okay. But yeah. You just like held yourself back. Yeah, basically. Okay. Because I I was getting like asked to play a bit, and obviously I was getting encouraged by like John and some of my coaches, but I think they they understood why I was like, no, like I just need a little break for the first yeah. time in six years in your life. Yeah. <laughs> in your life, probably. Yeah, that's Honestly. what it felt like. It felt yeah. like just a big like breath, especially when you like you know um, I had like three senior years where I'm like. Okay, this year I'm graduating. <laughs> oh, never mind. Okay, this year I'm graduating. Oh, never mind. Okay, last try here. Yeah. Oh, global pandemic. Cool. I guess I I'm going to use my last eligibility. Here. I don't know if you can relate to this because I feel like I felt the burnout like a bit this, like the end of this season just because me and Tony started playing in like, when was Doha? Beginning of February? Um, end of January. But the elite yeah. was beginning of February. Yeah. So we went to that. We just started our season so early. And so I was, yeah. and I just was like, I've never had an off season, but like, I don't know if you feel the same way. COVID for some reason didn't feel like an off, like a off season. Like we weren't in season, but to me it was like, I wasn't training well, super hard. Well, everyone's stress levels were real high. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> and I, like, I wasn't like training. I wasn't doing, you know, I was, when the beaches opened back up, I was playing for fun, but for some reason in my head that doesn't feel like it was a break maybe because it was a forced break so it just i still i because i relate to you with the whole burnout thing even though covid was like the biggest off season we've ever had in our life it didn't really feel that way so i don't know it's very interesting it's very interesting so i don't know i feel like i got through my first four years like pretty good but it was once i got into grad school Mm -hmm. that i was like too much time out yeah. like do you oh. think the school like the stress of school obviously yeah. added to all that too 100 yeah. percent. yeah how much harder is grad school than undergrad depends on what you study yeah, yeah. but in in my case it was a lot harder just because a lot of the classes i was taking um were like coding and stuff that you need to dedicate like a lot of hours into outside of just like getting assignments done if you actually want to like succeed yeah. yeah and i'm like so like type that I like can't not stop working at something until I I get it yeah yeah I mean that's probably a coach's dream (laughs) yeah it you know it translates to volleyball pretty well for the most part um sometimes it hurts to be a little bit of a perfectionist because this is a non-perfect sport (laughs) but what's like such a double-edged sword where uh we just had Kelly Chang on yeah and she's one of the most like per like the biggest perfectionist I know yeah and that's on the one side of the sword, it's what makes you great. Like that just itch where you just cannot, you have to fix that rep that right. went wrong. You're like, I know I can do that better. Right. But on the yeah. other hand, like that will drive you insane. Right. And you just, <laughs> it'll kill yeah. you. Yeah. It's like you don't, uh, I feel like the side that I try, try to be on is like not be too hard on myself. Yeah. Because I just don't think it's productive. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different for every people because for some people that's, super productive and some people that like that inner voice like you're not good enough like that will wear them down whereas for like a kobe or michael jordan like they'll take any slight either perceived or real or like internal external and that's like 
their fuel. Right. And yeah. to some people, it just works. I think that um, one thing that shaped me a little bit, like mentally, was my injury actually because mm-hmm. I uh, my injury because I had to separate myself from volleyball for the first time in my life or myself from sport right in general where like i feel like a lot of people who graduate or when they do finally step away from their sport have a little bit of an identity crisis where they're like oh my gosh like who am i without without my sport and for me i already mourned like (laughs) it was like that part of me already died because i didn't know if i was gonna be able to play again back when i hurt myself my sophomore year right so um but i think it was really really good for me as a player because I don't like tie my failures to myself as a person. It's just like, well, that's just a fail for volleyball. Yeah. I don't know. It's well, that's super valuable. And like you would obviously never want to go back and wish a complete knee destruction upon yourself, but (laughs) that's super cool that you were able to get something incredibly value out of that. Cause most people don't get that till they're 37, 38, something in John Hyden's case, 50. <laughs> right. I don't think I'm making yeah. it that long. Um, I'll be getting a knee replacement at that age. But... <laughs> yeah. Cause but, it, it's, yeah. that's a hard thing. And I think one of the common themes like on this podcast that people talk about is like, they need to find something bigger than volleyball or something. And you already found it, which is super valuable. Yeah. <laughs> Or at least I, yeah, I don't think whenever I decide to uh, retire for real, like, I don't think it'll be as, um, yeah, I don't think the mourning period will be as long. I think it'll just be like, okay, like it's time to like hang it up. Yeah. We can move on. We can move on. Use your, use your degree. Right. You worked really hard. That I worked really hard for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now, hopefully that's not for a long time because this is just your rookie year. Right. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I'm. I had so much fun this year. I don't I don't know when that will be, but I'm planning on playing for a while longer. Yeah. yeah. It looked like you had some fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have a, like a plan or sort of a schedule mapped out of what you wanted this year to look like coming in? Um, no, not really. Um, I feel like, honestly, I joined the tour at a really weird time because mm-hmm. um, when I joined, like so many people were partnered up. That I was like, oh, I'd love to play with this person. Ah, oh, they partnered up. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. Like, I was, like, at the time, I remember I grabbed coffee with Emily Day. Like, hey, I'm, like, eh? pregnant. Um, <laughs> uh, so, like, I don't know. I just felt like I was kind of bouncing around the first, like, being of the year. Um, played with Kaylee York for a, really be- uh, a little bit, who's a really good player and yeah. an even better person. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, Did you do Virginia? With Kaylee? No, I actually did that with... I was with Allie. Allie, Allie Wheeler. And then Allie hurt her shoulder. That's right. So then um, I picked up Lexi Denneberg last mm-hmm. minute for Denver. Craziest qualifier. I ever. know. Qua- like I am so... That one it, still gets me, actually. When I looked at the brackets and saw some of them, I was like, can't we balance this? It was yeah. so... That game was You guys so had to dumb. play, what, Devin and Delaney? Yeah. In yeah. Last, in a qualifier? Yeah. And it was just like a nasty three-setter. Yeah. You know, like, it's just one of those things where it's just like, dang it. Like, if we just got into the main drop, I think we would have done damage. Yeah. Like, we, I, we felt really good, um, even though we had, like, I don't know, like, one or two practices. And, yeah. But that was kind of my theme this year anyway. Well, the evidence shows that like if you would have gotten in the main draw, there would have been damage because the very next tournament, you're both in the main draw and you're both in the semifinals. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's true. But yeah. And then after Denver, I feel like literally I was just getting like lucky with 
opportunities like savvy uh so i actually made the choice not to go to wapaka i was just like i don't know like there's just not someone that i feel like i can go like win that tournament with it's a lot of money like the travel and stuff i'm like you know what it was also my birthday the like weekend or the week after denver so i'm like i'm just gonna be home for my birthday enjoy my birthday watch avp hermosa yeah it'll be great it is time for the Waiakea Water Break. That is right. This podcast has been brought to you by Waiakea all year long. They are the cleanest water you could ever have. It's not just water. It's Hawaiian volcanic water. That's right. And those bottles you see all over AVP tournaments all around the beach volleyball world, they're made of ocean plastic, which is 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. Each bottle helps to remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So when you're drinking a water bottle, you don't have to feel bad about it. All right, and that's right. Waikea is also committed to giving back. It's local to those in Hawaii through the Kakua Initiative from monthly drives to support the local food bank and nonprofits to direct support of individuals and organizations. In the continental U.S., via partnerships with its ambassadors such as Clay Thompson, ever heard of him, and the Thompson Family Foundation, Aaron Judge, and the All Rise Foundation, and Miles Garrett, and the Water Boys. And more. They're doing all kinds of good things. And we would love to just continue this great relationship we have with YK. They're awesome. And if you want to get the best water in the world, use promo code SANDCAST online at yakea.com. That'll get you 20% off your order. Again, that is SANDCAST at yakea.com to get 20% off your order. We are just so fired up to continue being sponsored by Waikia Hawaiian Volcanic Water. We love our Hawaiian Volcanic Water breaks. All right, so enjoy some Waikia. Get hydrated today. The seasons have changed. Y'all, our summer 2023 season it has come to an end, which means, guess what? Those tattered, beat volleyballs you've been using this entire summer, they need replacing. I know mine do. I just put in an order of 15 new Wilsons. The optics balls, the best balls in the world, hands down, no question. The NCAA uses Wilson for a reason. The AVP uses Wilson for a reason. Everyone uses Wilson for a reason. They make the best balls in the world, and I know it's time to reload. It is tinkering time. This is the time to get better in the offseason, so you come through 2024 fresh and with a brand new skill set to get your double A, get your triple A, win your first AVP, get your first main draw, whatever your goals may be, get some new Wilson volleyballs to help get you there. And use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get you 20% off. That's right, 20% off using the discount code SANDCAST-20. So go to Wilson.com, get some new volleyballs, and get better. This podcast is, of course, brought to you by AG1. Now, if you are a longtime listener of SANDCAST, you know that Try and I have been drinking AG1 for years. For me, it's been about five years. For Try, it's been about three since we started our partnership with AG1. Now, when I started drinking AG1 daily, it made the biggest difference. We were on the road. We were in Bulgaria. We were in Russia. We were all over Europe. We didn't know how to get all of our veggies in, so we just went with AG1, supplementing where we could, and I could feel a huge difference. We never got sick despite all the travel. I hit 88,000 miles one year, never got sick. 
I was more relaxed because I knew that I was getting the foundational nutritional supplement I needed. And that's exactly what AG1 is. It is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, immune support, you name it. Now, since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Now, not only did I replace my multivitamin, I used to take all those cheap little gummies you can get at the grocery store or CVS or wherever. Now, I replaced it with AG1, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support, magnesium and B vitamins for energy, also good for sleep, and it all balances my body's stress levels. Vitamin C keeps me healthy. Zinc keeps me healthy. It's just, it's the greatest thing, and I recommend it all the time because it has a team of doctors, scientists. It's tested for 950 contaminants. It's NSF certified for sport, so we don't have to worry about USADA or WADA or whoever's testing us to make sure that we're eligible. All right, so AG1 is the supplement I trust and try and savvy to promote, to provide rather, the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. I promise. Try AG1 and get a free, that's right, free, one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com slash sandcast. That's drinkag1.com slash sandcast. You don't spell out one, by the way. It's the numeral. So check it out. Get your greens today. And then, <laughs> was, was it Wednesday? I don't even remember yeah, so what day of the week I, it was. Uh, we got back from Denver what month? Do you need Sunday another one, Sam? No. <laughs> <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time. Um, we got back from Denver Sunday night. Monday, took the day off because Tony and I went the distance in Denver. And then Tuesday, I think Tony took off Monday, Tuesday because her knee was really bugging her. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, we go to practice. And she called it early and I was like, I call, I call, I happened to just call Josh Glazebrook. I'm like, Hey, when, when, if I needed to make an injury step, when would I need to do that? This is like Wednesday at like 11 o'clock. He's like, like an hour ago, like right now. I'm like, <laughs> okay, can you give me like an hour please? Because I don't know. Like I, I was calling you on like a hypothetical, but now knowing how quickly I need to make a decision, like. So I called Tony and it was Denver to Hermosa, uh, Espino, Edmonton, potentially Montreal. If we got in, we were one off and then, um, Atlanta. And so every single event was more important than Hermosa. Denver was more important than Hermosa because we got the bid to uh, Atlanta. They were all more important to us and our goals than, than Hermosa. Hermosa was more just for fun. It's our hometown town event. And, um, she had to make the really tough decision to, not play it was not easy because it's obviously it's Hermosa it's great but we had a lot of stuff coming up and I'm sitting there I'm sitting on my, my outdoor couch and I'm like who's even in town <laughs> who's even here because Wapaka's going on I'm like what's going on Evan's like call Megan I'm like okay I call Megan I'm like hey you want to play she's like are you serious I'm like yeah and it kind of just, yeah. I mean, you can tell the rest I'm of the like, story, but happy birthday. yeah, it was Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I want to play. It was Wednesday and Josh, thank God he gave us like yeah. probably two hours. Cause it took Tony a really long time to decide because that was a really tough decision for her to make. And, uh, it all, you know, cause they were going to submit the brackets and 
whatever. Yeah. So it all had a practice with a uh, Brooke. And yeah, we had the rest a servant pass <laughs> on Thursday, and um, that was it. <laughs> and a decent run Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one of those things where you're like, uh, no expectations, um, but like the vibes were high. I mean, we've been competing against each other since forever. high, yeah, forever. Yeah. And so, hold on, pause. Megan wrecked me in high school, indoor. My team was like legit, and Megan comes in. We're in uh, state, whatever round of state, and we're like, we're gonna, we've won our league, we've won CIF, we're gonna win state, and they Redondo comes in to. Tory Pines, where I played, and we have a solid lineup, and Megan single-handedly beat us. Like her and was it the setter or the libero? I can't remember. Megan was the just setter. she wrecked us. It was the most devastating loss. Like <laughs> I remember it to this day in my gym. I think it was my junior year. Um, may have been my it had to be year. senior year. Yeah, because so Megan ended just, my high school yeah. career because she was so good at it. <laughs> Never forget. So we've been competing against each other for a long time. Shout out Redondo. Shout yeah, out Tommy, Tommy Chaffins. <laughs> <laughs> you you were an outside. Yeah. So yeah. So my junior year, we we had like the stack team. Like Redondo had the stack team. We won okay. state, and then my senior year was like we graduated everyone yeah. except for like me and um, my setter at the time, Noreen Iosia, who went to Hawaii. Okay. And we had a couple other girls that were going like uh, to some D twos. Maybe there was another, yeah, D1 for Beach, and then, like, a freshman that was, like, really good, but, like, young. And literally no reason that we still won state. Like, it just, it was just, back to back. it was just one of those things that it was just, like, the chemistry was there, but the talent wasn't, but it didn't matter. Yeah. And we just won the games. Two plus two is five with that team. Yeah, literally. That's awesome. But then uh, Savvy returned the favor in college. Yeah, (laughs) spanking me every single chance she got my, uh. That year I played with Ia. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, your UCLA team was stacked. Yeah, we were dumb. We were just... <laughs> it was dumb. We had so many good people. But well, what's crazy is that your team was stacked, but the USC team was wild. Yeah, even my fifth year, we were so good, and USC was just... Tina and Maycraft and the ones, you're like, what? It's just... It, yeah. Well, yeah. I was looking... Because uh, I was down at World Champs, and there were 10 USC yes. people in the World Championships... Seven of them were women. Yeah. Because it was Julia, Haley, Meg Craft, Therese, Sarah Hughes, Kelly Chang, Tina. Tina. And then the guys were Andy, Try, and then we counted Gustavo. <laughs> because <laughs> because you have to. Yeah. He's a big yeah. piece of everything. Love Goose. Yeah. I see him in the mornings walking his dog walking every his morning. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. Bright and early. You guys <laughs> yeah. are the early risers. We're early risers. Now I'm sorry, I haven't seen you yet with Sky here. Well, it's, it's been funny now with the kid because uh, I'll wake up he'll, – he'll wake up like 6, which is usually when I would wake up. But then now Delaney's just been like bringing him in bed and he'll fall back asleep. Yeah. But I'll need to like wait for him to get up a second time. So yeah. then I take him for a walk so then Delaney falls back asleep falls for like another sleep. two hours. Yeah. Um, so now I'm up around like up, up around 7. You guys got it figured out. Uh, for t- today. <laughs> we got it right figured now. out for today. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't it funny, though, when you look at it, just, like, how different your season could have been if the universe didn't just, like, happen the way it did? Where, like, Tony pulls out with 15 minutes to spare, you and Savvy get picked up, and then just go on a crazy run. Yeah. And then after that, it just felt like the floodgates, like, opened. Yeah. Like, with opportunities 
Well, I feel like, I mean, you mentioned you felt lucky this year, but yeah. you can only get lucky so many times. <laughs> like you took advantage of a great opportunity. Yeah, you then... got to deliver on it. For sure. <laughs> and you delivered. <laughs> she deserves to be there. I, I put it, I, I told so many, you know, I'm like, she deserves to be out here. She's had a couple, like getting um, Devin Newberry and Delaney Maple in a qualifier of a qualifier, like just some unfortunate circumstances. Like make, she deserves to be playing in the main draw like that's the level she's at so it's just crazy that you're you probably won't have to play in some qualifiers for like you might just be in the main draw which is just wild not even have had to be in the main draw or in the qualifier but you you do deserve to be there like did you did you get in in a very unconventional way yes but you had the opportunities and you made the most of it and that's the best you could have done you know it was fun to watch it was really fun to watch yeah, I've still uh, never actually qualified for an AVP. <laughs> so you and Triborn, Tri's never had to do it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know wow. uh, that—that's though always the part that gets me. I'm like, I've, I've actually never done it. Yeah, but I feel like uh, I mean, there <laughs> you are... don't want to have to be in it. Like it's a great no, feeling when you do it. Yeah, but God, those qualifiers are horrible. Yeah. They're you gnarly. Can avoid them. Stay well, away. And like Ugh. the other thing, I. Um, like tell people and they ask me like, well, like when they ask me about the whole experience, I'm like, you know, I really didn't feel like I played any differently yeah. in Hermosa than I had been with right. any of my other partners. Mm. Like, it's not like all of a sudden I like got in the main draw and was just like 10 times better. Right. It was just kind of like the qualifiers are gnarly. Oh really. yeah. And yeah, yeah. you can Especially be playing good side. volleyball and lose cause there's good teams in there and all you need to do is run into one good team and that's it. You only yeah. get one chance. Yep. Yeah. Because, I mean, in that Denver qualifier, like, the Norses played Charlie Ekstrom in the first round. It's like, jeez, yeah. yeah. she yeah, got just... three court one. I forget who Charlie was playing with. I was like, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, Brooke and I played Charlie in uh, first round of Laguna. And, yeah, she's she's playing good ball right now. Yeah. That was yeah. a hard hard win for us. Yeah. So, yeah, there's good, <laughs> there's good teams down yeah. there. You don't want to be in there. No. No, no yeah. they're terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> what was that run? to Hermosa like I mean because it was complete house money for you and Sabbath yeah. like at that point you were just sort of happy to be playing but at some point did any pressure add up as you went on like oh man like we're in the quarterfinals of one of the most historic AVP spots ever We've got some really fun news for y'all, and that is that Sandcast and Volleyball TV or VBTV whatever you want to call it we are now partnered up So the Road to Paris series that I record after every Olympic qualifying event or every other, that's now going to start featuring video highlights. Instead of just the still pictures, we're going to have actual video highlights. So it's going to be more like an actual volleyball highlight show. So instead of just still pictures, you're actually going to get to see what's going on on the field of action. And in return, we're going to start promoting volleyball TV and you get 20% off your volleyball TV subscription when you use the code SANDCAST20. Now this is case sensitive. So SANDCAST is all caps 20. And that's the numeral 20. So it's Sandcast, all caps, 20. And you will get 20% off your VBTV subscription. Now, a lot of you guys who are listening to the show, you're beach volleyball super fans. And I absolutely love that. I love you. I love you for listening. I love you for subscribing to VBTV and watching. So if you already have your subscription, when it comes time to renew, you can use that code or... I mean, you, you could honestly cancel and then renew with your 20% off if you wanted to. So again, Sandcast 20 all caps, 
at Volleyball TV. That'll get you 20% off. So I'm stoked to be partnering with VBTV. It's just been such a sweet thing to have for the sport, to have like all the volleyball you could watch in one spot, or at least all the international volleyball you could watch in one spot. That's indoor. It's Italian league. It's even the Big Ten indoor. You get all of that. 20% off with our code. So go and watch your beach volleyball today at Volleyball TV. This show is brought to you by Bartender in a Box. Yes, guys, we've been looking for an alcohol sponsor for a long time on this show, and now it's time to drink outside the box with Bartender in the Box, our new sponsor and the official margarita and official Mai Tai of the American Volleyball League and AVL on IO and Sports. And for those on a volleyball player's budget, we got you. Sandcast and Bartender in a Box invites you and 12 of your friends to enjoy just one box of their premium bar-quality libations for around 20 bucks. That's right, 12 premium mixed cocktails out of just one tasty package, whether it's pregame or postgame. We got you covered. Celebrating that beach volleyball victory or styling sunset, or maybe you lost in the quarterfinals like you planned to, so you could drink your Bartender in a Box while everyone else still is playing, burning calories, all that stuff. Bartender in a Box is available in a growing number of flavors, stores, and markets where you shop, but if it's not on display, just ask for it as it sells out quick. The libation experience and price are worth it. So shake your box today. Have margarita, have Mai Tai. Enjoy the show. Are you guys ready for the absolute best advertising copy of any podcast you'll ever hear? Here we go, because fresh ball fall is upon us, and you need to be in the festive spirit. So light a candle, get some pumpkin spice, and make sure your balls look nice with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Now, nature may clear the leaves of their trees, but you'll need Manscaped's help to get you ready for that sweater weather. So get your pants puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com and using code SANDCAST for 20% off plus free shipping. Now, listen, it's a high-risk affair when you're doing some trimming, all right, when you're going below the waist. And you know what? You just need Manscaped. It's going to help you with your confidence. Trust me. It's going to help. Now, it's time for nice flannels and cozy socks, but we can't forget to trim our balls. By now, you've heard of them, but it's time to join the 9 million, that's right, 9 million men worldwide using Manscaped and get the kit that covers it all, the Performance Package 4.0. It starts with a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer with advanced skin-safe technology, thank goodness, that reduces nicks and cuts to make raking the leaves a lot less painful. Plus, the lawnmower is a technical masterpiece. It has a 7,000 RPM motor, a multi-function on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, and a built-in 4,000K LED spotlight to help you see parts of your body you haven't looked at in years. Now, once you've cleared the driveway, the performance package comes in hot with products to cool you down, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver, Ball Spray Toner, one to prevent stink and one to clear it up. With a soothing aloe vera formula, move over pumpkin spice, fresh balls are the smell of the season. The Performance Package 4.0 caps it off with two free gifts. That's right, you get two free gifts. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. That's one to hold your Manscaped goodies and one to hold your man goodies. So bring in the fall right and get 20% off and free shipping with the code SANDCAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SANDCAST. As the leaves fall, make sure you have it all with Manscaped. 
No, I don't know. I feel like um, once we were like on to uh, like Sunday, I don't know. I didn't feel pressure. I feel like at that point I was just having so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I also just love playing in the stadium because to me that feels like home because from indoor, like it feels way more like indoor. Like the times that I'm like, oh boy, is like when we're on like the outer courts. Like yeah. I'm like, you really got to bring your own energy. But once I'm in the stadium, I'm like, I feel it just, just like, feed woo, like the whole time. <laughs> the crowd also loved us. Like they yeah. were just, cause we were the underdogs. And like, we, I mean, you win your first two games, you're like, we're into Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So it's such a weird feeling. Like we won our, we won the first one. I'm like, that's a big win. Beating the my streetings. I'm like, that's a big win. Let's, you know, we'll see. We have Macy and. Mace Jigger, Megan, the other Megan Rice, who are they're playing really good yeah, right now. Just good. the whole season, they 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 have really great chemistry. They're playing really well, and that was a hard fought, you know, three set battle. Yeah. And then we go to the next day. We have one match, and it, but it never was like, I don't know. It didn't feel like pressure. It never, even when we were in the finals and we lost, it yeah. still was like, this is so awesome. Yeah. Like the crowd, I think the crowd got us like that win against. Um, Brooke Bauer and Katie Horton, we were down in both sets and somehow yeah. rallied some points like at the end. And then like I go play in Manhattan against Zana and stadium. And I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to go play for the crowd. The crowd loves me. Nope. They love, they love me and Megan. Cause we were the underdogs. I play Zana and they're like screaming for Zana. I'm like, oh, it's crazy how different the momentum is for like different, but the experience, like that was probably the best experience. I was going like this, to the crowd. When have I ever done that? Never. <laughs> and I loved it. Everyone was cheering. It was just the funnest weekend. I'll never forget it. It was so much fun. It was also the most adorable thing that Evan and Troy watching you guys in the finals. Oh, yeah. I just so watched cute. them watch you. And it was they were they were just like, oh my god. They were so <laughs> Yeah. Well, they get a taste. So like obviously I've watched Troy for like years now, like yeah. on the A V P and um like I always tell them, I'm like, I get so much more nervous for yeah. your games than I do for mine. Yeah, 100%. Like, I come home from watching a tournament of his, and I'm, like, literally, like, can't keep my head up. <laughs> I, like, come home from playing a tournament all day. I'm, like, fine. Okay. Like, you know, I'm, like, beat up, but I'm, like, fine. But, like, the mental exhaustion of watching <laughs> yeah. your partner play mm-hmm. is, like, so much. Yeah. yeah. How did you and Troy meet? Um, good old Instagram. Love it. I mean, I, like... So, um, around the time that I was starting to play beach, I literally, this is the most boring dating story ever, but I literally <laughs> followed like, you know, a bunch of like the good players, like yeah. Alex Klein and yeah. April and whoever else it was. And, um, I was playing, I had asked some of my brother's friends if I could play with them. Cause then like a week or two later, LMU season was starting. I was super nervous cause that was going to be my first time. Like actually playing mm-hmm. beach and they were talking about like this video of like oh my gosh this guy can like touch the bottom of the huntington pier like this is so cool yeah and we're looking at it i'm like oh yeah that is cool followed him too <laughs> and i got a dm from him a couple of weeks later on some like story i had posted and that was it we what's Good funny job, is Troy. we had Good all job, of the Troy. same friends yeah right we just hadn't met yeah so like um Troy's like best friends with like Eric Berenick and we went to high school together and Oh, I didn't I wouldn't have put two and two together. You would have gone to high school with Berenick. Yeah. Small yeah. world. Yep. Is Eric's because Eric's what, twenty six? Six or seven? Twenty no, he has 26? to be twenty seven. Twenty seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's yeah. in a time warp too, because he was... he's like one injury, then another injury, and then Achilles yeah. gone, and it's like, geez, B, <laughs> sorry, man. I know. I love Eric. He's, he's so great. Sweet. Yeah, bundle so of energy awesome. too. Yeah. And him and Troy together, it's like. I can't keep you guys straight. <laughs> that was so funny. Shout out, shout out Eric and Gina. Yeah, shout out Great and Boobs. Great people. <laughs> Love them. Just like Ducky and Ducky. <laughs> so you had obviously the great run in Hermosa. Did that sort of did that shift your perspective at all on what you wanted out of volleyball, or was it still relatively the same? But now you kind of realized how freaking um, good you could play. I think it was. Um, like I said, I didn't feel like I played any different and that's how I kind of felt like the first couple tournaments, like, um, like it was just a slight sense of frustration. Like, it's like, Oh, like, I feel like I'm right there. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's, it literally quite was just like an opportunity, a way of like being able to like compete with some of these like good main draw teams. Um, and so it didn't really shift my perspective. It kind of almost felt like validating, where I'm like, okay, like, I'm not being delusional. Like, right. I am, like, right there. Because um, I was also, like, you know, practicing against these teams that I want to be competing against. And it's like, you know, like, I'm beating some of these people at practice. Like, and I know practice is different from competition, but it still felt like I'm like, ah, like, am I crazy? Or right. Is it, like, right there. <laughs> yeah. It's always nice to have that validating finish. Yeah. Because there are so many players who will be will be on the cusp for a long time and then you finally see them break through and they're like i'm not insane that's literally (laughs) what it felt like yeah Yeah. it's like okay i'm not insane (laughs) this wasn't an insane decision to like get back out here to get back into it yeah yeah (laughs) because i was spending a lot of time on it too that was the other thing it wasn't just like a half commitment i'm like i'm practicing like five days a week and like back into like full-time lifting and i got myself a trainer like yeah so, you know, when you, you like that invest the time, some money, you're like, you really want to see the results. Yeah. Yeah. And you got them. And we got and then some. they kept coming. Mm-hmm. We're getting on the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure your phone and DMs are probably blowing up after that. Like, hey, I need a partner. Hey, I need a partner. <laughs> um, uh, Like, uh, maybe a little bit. Like I said, I got a couple more good opportunities after that. Got another yeah. injury sub for Atlanta. For Betsy? Yeah, with Betsy. That was a really fun fun opportunity because yeah, she coached you at lmu right yeah um i mean let's see yeah especially during the covid years when i had the most coaching for her when she was pregnant with cora okay yeah that was probably super fun yeah, to go because so betsy's cool. such a cool coach she is. she's also yeah. just like one of the coolest people she really is yeah yeah just like getting to hang out with her at world champs i'm like you're awesome yeah <laughs> she really is yeah like not only is she just like just a stud athlete she's such a competitor and like i feel like people don't i don't know betsy off the court and betsy on the court are like two different people she is so like killer like killer yes that's like such a good word for (laughs) and it's just like so fun to like get to like see it up close yeah and it's like it's like no wonder like she's at such a high level and Mm -hmm. performs at such a high like she is so just like killer yeah what was it like to play with her is that one of those scenarios because for me if i were playing with someone like a coach that i looked up to yeah i'd have been like a little imposter syndrome type deal yeah. or you guys just did you understand that like you were peers um 
no, I think it's really hard for me to like not like look up a little bit to her. Um, even when we are playing, I think once the game starts, it's a little bit easier. It's like, okay, we're like in this thing together. Yeah. Um, but I think like leading up to like, I was definitely more, more nervous, I would say, or excited, whichever way you want to frame that, um, to play with her just because it's like, this is someone I've like look up to and like try to base like how I want to be on. And, um, it's weird to play with your idols right. or just people you look up to it's totally different dynamic yeah yeah what about her do you really like um i don't even know she, she, there's no way she remember this but like so i remember like one of my very first practices um and she uh used to practice with us sometimes and she was just like shredding us up with her serve per usual but there was a ball that like hit the tape and trickled and I kind of just went like ah like didn't go for it or whatever and she was just like what if that happened on match point like the most like serious intense look at me I'm like oh my gosh like, <laughs> and at this point like I'm like so new to beach I'm not taking it very seriously but in that moment I realized I'm like this is someone who like treats everything with like such a high degree of like professionalism and seriousness mm -hmm. but like that's that's how you need to be you need to treat every rep at practice like like, I, you know, like, you never know. That could happen on match point. Yeah. That's super cool. So. And it's totally unsurprising. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when you watch her play, every point is match point. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's cool. It's one thing to be coached by it, but it's, it's cool to play with someone yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And I'm sure that. I'm sure that all these experiences were such good learning experiences, especially when you got to play with a Betsy or a Stockman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where, like, you have two veterans in Stockman. I mean, she's been, she's had to play in more countries than, like, any yeah. American currently. Yeah, playing. international experiences. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I know, obviously, you learned a lot in your business analytics masters, but you probably were on, like, learning hyperdrive in terms of, you probably got your masters yeah. in volleyball this year. No, it's just, it's super cool to play. I think that was, like, again, Betsy and I, I wish we had a longer run or I wish we had more practice because not we didn't even get a practice before we played because the weather was so bad when we flew into Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And so that's another one. I'm like, dang, if we just had, we, you know, that's what we felt like when yeah. we, like, were out. We're like, oh, if we just had, like, one practice. Just one serving. Yeah. yeah. Just one serving. It's like anything. <laughs> um, you know, we, like, wanted more because it felt like, again, it's, like, right there. Yeah. Um, but when you play with so many different people, it's like that's what was fun about this year is you don't have that many practices so it's literally you just have to make the most of it um and like try to um just focus on what you can control like a lot of it is like you just gotta deal with a lot of like imperfection and stuff because mm -hmm. unfortunately like that's the thing if you only have one practice you're gonna be talking about the set shape in the middle of a match which is right. not usually something you want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was good, like, mental training for me to, like, deal with a lot of, like, things I can't control, a lot of adversity. Yeah. And, like, a lot of, I think it can be distracting, like I said, to be, like, in, like, such an intense match. And you're like, by the way, was that so high enough? <laughs> <laughs> by the way. I think that it's, uh, 
I don't know if I would recommend it for everyone, but I think that's such a valuable experience to have in a rookie or first two years is to play with six or seven or eight different people because then you learn how to deal with every personality. Yeah. You learn how to set every different ball, play mm-hmm. with so many different types of players. And then when your sophomore, junior, professional years come around, like you have it dialed of who you play best with, like what kind of partner is mm-hmm. best for you. Because yeah. I mean, I look at Haley Harward, and I think she played with nine people last year. And she was yeah. like, I know who I want to play with. And yeah. then she had a great year to the point that she got picked up with Alex. And I feel like you're probably on a similar wavelength where like, what's the ideal partner and personality for you? Because you, right. you've developed yeah. team chemistry with a lot of different mm-hmm. people. Yeah, it's true. You definitely get to figure out. It's literally like dating. Yeah. You figure yeah. out like what you like, what you don't like, what maybe is an ultimatum for you. like, Or what's like, oh, like this is my favorite, but like I'm okay. I can deal with this yeah Yeah. um i don't know for me i mean everyone i played with this year was lovely like Mm -hmm. all good people all great players like um it like just comes down to like little 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 things um i think for me just it's always a big one that whoever i play with is like just a grinder like i think that's when i have my most fun or i like playing with someone where i can like look at them there's never a moment of like checking out. It's always like, it's almost the look back is like, I'm not counting this out. Yeah. Like, it, you know what I mean? It's like, we're down by seven points and it's like, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, fine. that for me is like, that's what fires me up. That's yeah. what I love like to play with. Um, um, Cause I feel like I've played so many matches this year where it's like, you want to be with someone who's with you until the end of the match because that's the only way you win those. Mm -hmm. And that's also, I think, one of the only ways that you can lose and take solace in knowing that you left everything. Whereas if you turn around and your partner was just sort of not going for the trickle surf, for example, or not going for the high line that was kind of a shitty high line, but they just didn't go for it, that's like the one thing that I I lose it. I'm like, what if we would have tried just a little bit harder? totally yeah i mean it sounds so basic but like effort it's everything it's everything it really is because it's like at the end of the day if it's if you're playing the kind of ball where it's like i know if i like bust my ass to like get this like ball that's shanked off the court i know my partner's right behind me Mm -hmm. to get that second like third touch over the net you know what i mean but it's like if you don't have that foundation, like you're not making those plays. No. Right. And those plays, I'm like, this is such, like these games come down to such small amounts of points. Yeah. That like you, you have to, if you want to like win, continue to win. Mm-hmm. And the margins are too small. Way too small. <laughs> and like, especially for me right now, like I'm still learning. I still make boneheaded errors. Like I need those points to make up for it. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you know, maybe I'll miss a point here or there on something dumb, but I'll get the hustle play. Yeah. And the boneheaded errors, like, those will get – it's not a lack of effort. They'll work themselves out. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I remember watching you. The first time I watched you play at LMU, you were at USC, Okay. I think. And you hit this ball so hard. I'd never seen a college girl hit a ball that hard. <laughs> but And you missed it by, like, that much. And I was like – John, who's this chick? <laughs> He's like, that's Megan Rice. She came from the indoor team. I was like, 
when those swings start landing three inches in bounds, it's going to be a really yep. good player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just that was my bailout for like you know the first <laughs> two. Actually, I think still it's still is. my bailout. Still <laughs> I was waiting to hear. I just had a moment. <laughs> no, it still is. <laughs> It's yeah. a good bailout when you can hit harder There's than most of the guys. Out, go out swinging. <laughs> there was there was some points in um, Hermosa, and there's little there's video footage of it where there's this some sort of long rally transition play. There's just one ball. It was like an on two ball. I hit it, and instead of saying nobody, I yell hammer, hammer, because <laughs> I don't even I don't want there to be any other hit than just a freaking rip. Because she can do it. I'm like, if she just swings, we're gonna get the point. And I'm yelling hammer, hammer. It was never nobody or one or line. It was just hammer. I was like, it was like so I don't care where. Just hit it I don't hard. Care where. <laughs> I don't. I think Megan shot the ball like twice when we played in Hermosa. Yeah, like it's probably literally. accurate. I mean, I got served a lot, but she just she was because every time she got served she just was ripping balls yeah and they were in and they were good and it was like why would we serve her because she's unstoppable my dad was like just tell megan to keep hitting just tell her to keep hitting i'm like perfect that's she's doing it she wants to do it anyway so just keep ripping i'm trying to get some shots in there occasionally now but you only you and uh taylor sander i think are kind of similar in that taylor doesn't need very good shots no. Because everyone is so dug so in like, uh, and waiting to get hit, where like if you just throw in two or three changeups, exactly, that's everything. Yeah, you could hit like kind of a crappy high line, and it's still going to go down because the defender's like oh, so God. dug in. When she hits <laughs> yeah. it like hard and deep too, so you're like, watch my face, because sometimes they come like at your chest, at your face, which yeah. is probably the best swing in the whole. It's the best deep swing in the game. Indoor. It's indoor, indoor, indoor deep spatch in the corner. Yeah. That's what Sander had the funniest story. Because have you guys ever done a practice with Evie Matthews? Yeah, yeah. I, I love practices with Evie yeah. because I'm more of a shooty type player. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the arm of you or Sander. So he does his shot progressions like 12 high lines, 12 yeah. cut shots, 12 jumbos. <laughs> they get into Hermosa. And Evie's like, Sander, no shots. Only high no shots. Sander's like, what happened to practice? Adam? It's like we're trying to win. Here. I was like, forget yeah. practice. We don't need yeah. shots. You know, it's funny. When I first started, I was like so hard on myself that I like could not hit shots. But then I started to realize, I'm like, wait, but no one can hit hard. So like, <laughs> why am I beating myself right. up yeah. like so much for the one thing I can do that like a lot of people can't? Instead of right. just being like, okay, like this part of my game is gonna develop just like with anything else. Yeah. But like. At least I have something that's, like I said, a good bailout when you need it. Because sometimes the shots just aren't feeling good. Yeah. When they are, it's great. Yeah. But sometimes, like, it's just nice to know you can just. Yeah. Support. A high deep swing travels everywhere you go. Yeah. Shots, can, like, the hand contact might not be there. It yeah. might be windy or whatever. But high deep swings. Yeah. It's they way travel. easier to learn to add a line shot or a cutcher than it is to be strong enough to just rip away at any time. Like, it's yeah. way easier to develop that. So you're in you're in good shape. You're in good shape. Have you always had that power and athletic ability? Yeah, I don't know. I think I've always um done a I don't know, I don't know. Just naturally I use my core to hit. I always have. Yeah. Um so luckily that's translated well for me, like coming to beach. Um but funny enough, like coming to to the beach from indoor, like was like the first time I ever like my shoulder ever hurt ever because I think in indoor like the ball doesn't move you know it's always in the window but peach sometimes things get a little funky and you're Mm -hmm. hitting like really weird angles outside your body and you're trying to like do weird stuff like crazy wrist away yeah Yeah. 
so <laughs> I'm trying to like get better from those like points of view or just like I said like I think the other piece I'm trying to add to my game is not necessarily swinging less but maybe like taking a little off and just hitting better locations yeah it's just more like uh jordan chang calls them darts like 70 yeah. just sort of just snaps away out of the way the defender yeah yeah, yeah. cuz i also think there's a lot of players who like if they are expecting like the like heaters like you and like zana do a really good job actually of digging those but for those defenders i find the the swings that actually end up being way more effective scoring wise it's just like 80% but just like 3 feet away from yeah. them yeah yeah, because we're so dug in. We're so dug in. Because we're, I mean, we play libero for however long, and so those hard-driven swings That's right at us want. were, like, perfect. Yeah. Great. Anything away from us when we're that dug in is, like, God, it's just frustrating. So, yeah. yeah. That's what I think uh, Kelly Chang is the best example of that, where she yeah. has the big power, yeah. but she only breaks it out maybe every five attacks, where other yeah. than that, she's just, like, and she, like, sort of keeps her hand at the top, where right. she, like, snap it. And she won't right. even bother following through because it's still getting there with like 70% yeah. of her power. Yeah. Right. Or like it's one of those things where, and I probably said this a million times when we were playing Hermosa, where it's like when I do get blocked, it's just like, why am I doing that? Because if I just keep it like higher, like there's no reason I should get blocked yeah. with like the height that I hit from. Mm -hmm. So now it's about like, okay, like again, when it's there and it's fun, like go for it. But it's like... <laughs> If there's a good block up, like, just take 20% off. Yeah. Hit it with a little more space. Yeah. That's, it's not, no one's touching it right. if I can do those things. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, you're kind of your own worst enemy sometimes with that yeah. kind of stuff where yeah. it's really fun to hit the ball hard. But when you have a good block on the other side, you got to be a little, little smarter. A little more mindful. Yeah, a little more mindful. Yeah. I'm curious if uh, the expectations you had for yourself rose after Hermosa. Or because you mentioned that like you knew you had it in you, you're just waiting to have the result to prove it. But after that, I feel like for a lot of people, winning a tournament or getting second, now you think, oh, I should just do this every time. And now a ninth in a gold series might not be good enough. Um, no, I don't know. I don't feel like. Oh, like I have a perfect example. Like so, Brooke and I played Manhattan together, and we got a seventh. Mm -hmm. That was the hardest earned seventh. <laughs> like i can possibly yeah. imagine you played a lot of matches every single match went to three sets um our losses came from um stockman and meg i've never seen them play better they literally were just like every like their serving yeah. was so good they were setting out so well I just never feel like we were able to get like a handle like mm -hmm. on the match and then the next day we played um gina and pavin and another just like grueling third setter um after that we played the team that like took betsy and julie out first round okay and another gnarly third setter and then the just top off the day then we had to play <laughs> betsy and julia um and another gnarly third setter who yeah. they had like two buys that day or like yeah, only played du double forfeit a partial match yeah mm -hmm. so like i remember crazy. like you know yeah. we just had played six like long sets of volleyball <laughs> And Brooke and I are like, why do they look so fresh? <laughs> you know, like we hadn't been paying attention really to like what was really happening because right. we were just like so focused on yeah. our court. But, you know, we like lose that match. They end up going to win or whatever. And man, we felt so good about that seventh. We I were bet. like, you know what? Like we beat some really good teams. We like 
had a real chance of beating the team that like ended up winning like and again with like not much practice so it's like how like how are you gonna say that like that seventh is like not a good finish yeah when you look at like the individual matches played yeah and brookie's so great too She's so good. She's so, <laughs> she's so nice. She's so yeah. good. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. Such a competitor. Delaney coached her, I think, all four years of Pepperdine. And I remember watching her when she was a freshman. I was like, she is really good. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad to really... see she's healthy again with her back and everything. I didn't even know she had a back problem. Yep. And that, <laughs> that's how good she was this year. <laughs> and you guys had that second Laguna just to top it all off. Yeah. We had a... Uh... I think yeah like two practices um obviously like manhattan felt really good um it just felt like you know things didn't have to be perfect we were just gonna like compete until the last point um yeah and you know it's just one of those things where again it's like a little bit more practice like that second could easily be a first like that's how yeah. it feels you know what i mean yeah. where it's like you know what like we battled that day we played six sets before we saw Corinne and Sarah in the finals, and we were both so gassed by the time yeah. we got to that how point. Many, how many matches did you play to get Because that's just a two-day tournament, right? Saturday yeah, Sunday. just a two-day. Um, let's see. So we won Six, our first. Eight. What was even the format? Six. It was I, modified, I pool, modified play. pool Okay, I don't know anything about Lagoon. So it really was like wasn't, so I guess, that many matches. Six, um, you guys... You guys was it lost six? your second game in pool and had to play yeah. a game to get into the quarters on Sunday, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Honestly, the first day of the tournament, it wasn't like, wasn't that bad in terms of like exhaustion. I think it was just like the second day. It was really hot actually. Okay. Yeah. It was warm. Yeah. I also got a little bit sick in between our semis and finals. I don't know why. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> Tough. A lot of sick. A lot of, a little, sick. yeah. But uh, it was, it was fine. We rallied. Well, that's what world, world champs, everyone was rallying. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Tough tough food trip for everyone in Mexico. Yeah. Man. Shoot. It was just a rally weekend. Apparently. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. like, in honor of world champs, I'm going to go yeah, throw exactly. up my bagel so, in between Way to keep there. with the theme. I'm a, puke and, I'm a puke and rally just in honor of everyone else at world champs. Doing yeah. It. I don't, my only thought was like, the i i didn't feel like i was dehydrated like because my first thought i'm like heat stroke nah like it's one not hot enough two like i don't know i think i just like drank too much water and then i like tried to force myself to eat when i guess my body wasn't ready yeah and just came right back (laughs) i cannot eat during tournaments i'll crush like a full bag it's hard if you don't have enough time that was the thing i was like I only have one like match and then I have to play like immediately and I just probably burned like 4,000 calories like because we we won like in 3 2018. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just like such a long, <laughs> such a long match. Yeah. And so I'm like, I have to eat right now. I'm just like forcing myself and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and yeah. And you did. And I did. Puke and rally. You can rally. Well, almost not quite a successful rally. So close, but not, so not, not well, that's quite. That's what uh, Julia was puking in oh, her God. box when she won in Fort Lauderdale. That was heat stroke. Yeah. Tina yeah. had the funniest quote about that. She goes, you never want to play the person that just puked. They just come out and they rally so hard. So 
I, I didn't have as um, didn't much have miraculous <laughs> recovery as Julian did, apparently. Yeah. Still second. Heck of a finish. I hit way less balls in the final than my normal uh, <laughs> MO. I'm no wonder God. I'm like, dang it. I should have just like, even if I hit everything out. Yeah. Was that your first Laguna Open? That was my first Laguna. It's a cool event. It was yeah. so fun. Yeah. They, it might have been one of my favorite events this year. That's, that's one of my favorites because it's so old school. Yeah. Like there's no state, like there's no stadium. Yeah. Fans are really intimate. The crowd's into it. Yeah. It's just really tight. It's great. Everything's yeah. real close. I agree. Yeah. Did you did you play the Guna? Okay. Didn't qualify. I'm so back in the qualifier. Okay. Didn't qualify. Yeah, I'm so out of the loop of anything that happened in Laguna. Yeah. Yeah. I played with a young girl from San Diego and we had to play Lindsay Sparks, tough draw on the qualifier. She's back? Mm-hmm. She's back. Oh, that's awesome. She's played looking phenomenal. so good. That's great. Yeah. Phenomenal. I didn't know. I'm like, that's a uh, that's shitty draw. <laughs> shitty, but also so cool that Lindsay's so playing. So fun. I literally cried when she beat me. I was like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I was like, I, I'm so bummed we lost, but like, are you kidding me? Yeah. We could have I'm her on the podcast then. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. she was like sure. almost done playing forever, right? She like was. She was on the team for a couple years. Yeah. Like, and she's back and feeling great. So that's awesome. That'd be a good one to have on. She's, that's a, she's just yeah, so awesome. Miraculous recovery. Yeah. yeah. So if there's a palatable loss, I think that's probably one of Fair. them. Fair. <laughs> I just thought I was like cheerleader spectator, yeah. which is like I would have been weird. happy to lose to her. <laughs> which was weird, but it was like kind of nice to just kind of hang out. I'm like, if I'm losing anyone, Lindsay. This sandbagger. Enough. <laughs> like, fair enough. Her and May May played really well too. So May and Gebhard. So yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, they great. What's the rest of your year look like? Are you shutting it down, or are you going to try to do any of these late challenges, futures? Um, we'll see. Um, I I'm trying to debate. Like, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's one of those things where it's like. Do I try to just play in as much as I can and get points and experience? Do I try to save money until I figure out like solid partner situation and then really go bet on ourselves? Like, yeah. um, I'm kind of leaning towards that route. Um, also because I feel like every single year I play, I feel like I'm just exponentially better. And, um, you know, our women's side is just so good. And it's one of those things where it's like, if you're not one of the top three teams in the world, like, you know, good good luck. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where if I'm really thinking long term, um, like I need to put in the work to like get to that level. So it's like I rather put in my time and resources here training as much as possible. And then like hopefully someday in the future, I will feel like okay, like I can go bet on myself yeah. and know it's like the best version of me that I'm putting out there. Yeah. So. I think that's a good move. I don't envy any of the American women. My goodness. Like I look at Betsy and Julia, like you guys are tied for 10th in the world in the Olympic rankings and yeah. you're like 3,000 points back from where you need to be. It's crazy, it's crazy. how good the American women are. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like that's the route I'm kind of leaning towards. But I might play in like a couple like we're we're thinking about playing like a Norseka. Norseka qualifier. Yeah, it's coming up. Try November tenth. Yeah, try yeah. maybe qualify for the the finals. Get 
some bonus bonus Norsega points because Norsega is phenomenal with that kind of stuff, just yeah. points and stuff. Especially yeah. the finals. That's because yeah. uh, those are challenger points. Yeah. Well, I was gonna Which call my season. I, mean, I did. I'm not going to any challengers. And then Sean sent that email. I'm like, oh, I gotta do that one. Like, that's, <laughs> you can't pass up a Norsega. I mean, Norsegas are just unreal. They're so fun. Yeah. You get this. You get stipend. You get yeah. hotel. They give you food. Not sure if you should eat it every time, but they give you food. <laughs> and then for this one, if you qual, you know, if you do it, it's um better points so it's like and the qualifiers here and the qualifiers here yeah so yeah yeah that's why i wasn't really planning on putting anything on my uh calendar and then i was like oh okay yeah like, yeah that's a good opportunity <laughs> <laughs> yeah a norseka adventure is a must i'm yeah. sure you probably troy's probably told you some fun stories oh yeah from norsekas yeah <laughs> oh and then actually the only other thing tournament wise that i'm playing in uh troy and i after the four-man uh this coming Saturday, we're going to go to Japan for a oh. week and play in one of their, like, Oh, sick. One of the domestic ones? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Is he playing with uh, Koichi? Yep. Awesome. God, Troy loves Japan. He just loves so it. That I Japanese to tour is great. Yeah. The money's awesome, and, like, the people are so nice. Yeah. I actually really wanted to go last time he went, but it was, like, uh, like right at the beginning of preseason, like, literally the first tournament was going to start, like, right when we got back, and I'm like... I'm already like out of shape, (laughs) working really hard to like get into like you know playing seriously again. And if I take three weeks off right now, I have no chance of playing well in the first event. Yeah. So I didn't do it at the time, but you know timing's always right. Yeah. So are you this time around? You're playing in Japan. Yeah. Okay. Who are you bringing? Or are Um, you playing with uh, someone from Japan? It's someone that. uh, Her name. I don't want to like say it wrong. Yeah. Because we had, because uh, uh, the Japanese Federation will always train. They'll send a couple yeah. teams here, and then they were like, "Here's our schedule, and here's the prize money." I was like, "Is this oh, right?" I probably going to say this wrong. <laughs> it's, it's Saya Naguchi. How would you say that? The top. Yep, exactly how you said it. I hope I said that right. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you come back, then you can uh, you can confirm whether yeah. you said it right. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. That's when is that? Really nice. Um, we leave Sunday. So fun. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's just okay. That's coming up. Yeah. yeah. Have you played internationally before? Um, no, not really. I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. I don't Would you guys so. take any like LMU? Do you guys go overseas at all to play any exhibitions? No. I feel like USC. Always does I got that. The UCLA does it. Like, yeah. 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 I don't know how LMU would. The tuition there is crazy. But for some reason, our programs don't really have the funds. Yeah. I mean, we also just spend a ton of money on courts. Yeah. You just need a football team. That's a, that's the big problem. <laughs> yeah. That that right there, that is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Need a football team to trickle something down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Meg, thanks for uh, coming on and hanging out. Yeah. It's super nice just getting to chat and know your story a little bit. I mean, I've seen you, like, beat the crap out of balls for a while. I was like, I wonder how she got this good. (laughs) But you're going to be the Volleyball Mag Rookie of the Year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So congratulations. Wow. Thanks, guys. (laughs) And I don't even know who else would really be that close. Because, like, you had some really good finishes. Who else is new this year? I mean, there, I feel like there were a lot of decent rookies, but no one who was, like, grabbing seconds and then ninths and sevenths in gold series. 
So pretty solid. Because when I was That's going, cool. when I was going through the list of players, like it's Meg, and then a pretty big drop off. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Now, where oh, can uh, our millions and millions of listeners and viewers follow you? And keep um, up with you on wherever you're going. Million, billion. You can um, follow me on Instagram at Megan J. Rice. Do you... So Cameron Irwin was calling you MJ on yeah. the... <laughs> and I didn't know... It, like, is that some of the people I've called you? Or is that just because there's two Megan Rices? Um, I think they're just trying to, like, differentiate just separate. Me. I like it, though. MJ's kind of cool. MJ's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So MJ might be the... That might, what we have to call you from here on out yeah it's mj rice from here on out because i just called the other megan rice megan arroz yeah that's her instagram that's her instagram oh my gosh i know that's caused so so many problems actually um it was when that megan rice she got a second in hermosa when was that yeah with uh katie hogan that would have been 2018 yeah because that was my when Zana and Chrissy made... blew up that weekend. So oh, that was the so first funny. year that I was, like, just starting to play. Yeah. And I remember getting tested, like, oh, my gosh, this is your, like, first year playing beach, and you got a second year. I was like, you're unreal. <laughs> Do you just own it? No. Damn right, I did. I was like, so, believe it or not. <laughs> but, That's really funny. Yeah. How many times did you play the other Megan Rice? Just the once? I think just... Once. I think I've only played Did you her play once. Play in Laguna. No. Then it would have been just once. Yeah. I think only in Hermosa. All right. So right now you have the title of the real Megan Rice. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just your your head to head record. That's who gets the real Megan Rice. Go, buddy. MJ Rice. <laughs> we do love the other Megan Rice though. She's we awesome. do. She's a sweetheart. She's so awesome. She's a great player too. Yeah. She is. I know. Just one tournament. One gotta. tournament. We yeah, have you got to make that together. happen for sure. Before one of us changes our last names, or yeah. like yeah. we have to do it. Yeah, yeah, that'll have to happen for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Meg, it's time. it's time. Come on, Meg. <laughs> Fire up. All right, MJ, Meg, and Jay Rice, not Megan. Great to have you on. Thank you. Guys. Love you, Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> Shoots. <laughs>